Kingdom. Welcome to another episode of the New York City K-Pop Queens podcast, episode 60. I'm your co-host, Charity. And I'm your co-host, Emily. Can you believe we are hitting 60 episodes? That's a big number. Right? (laughs) 60 weeks. 60 weeks in a row we've had to do this, Charity. Wow. As always, we have a packed show. We are going to talk about the latest release from our boys, BTS, Permission to Dance, a video, a single. Our girl, Suyon from Idol, My Bias, released a mini album. Taeyeon released a single, I think it was last week. We'll get into that. Our guys, Atiz, released a Japanese single. Emily's Not Bias, <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> Hyunjin released a dance video. Queendom, when you listen to this, just weigh in if you think that Hyunjin's Emily's bias or is Chan still Emily's bias. I think you might have different opinions when you listen to her talk about this video. Okay. <laughs> I'm totally calling you out. I feel attacked. I have been attacked all weekend. You all are not giving me a break. <laughs> Speaking of stray kids, we will talk about their reality show, Song Camp, and... There was a fun concert this weekend with our yes. guys, Ace. Oh, my goodness. So, Amazing. so fun. As always, Emily has the news for you. We have a fun quiz, song of the week. Emily, how are you surviving with your not-biased Hyunjin's video? How are you doing over there? I'm, I'm not doing well. I will be honest. First of all, I feel attacked. Members of the Queendom have started tweeting... Hyunjin is Emily's bias. What? <laughs> no. Knows, Emily. Charity like, know. has mentioned stuff. And I'm not going to lie, to save face, I have wasted so much time since Friday. All I do is watch Hyunjin's dance video. It's all I do. Every reactor out there, I've seen your reactions because I take breaks to watch people's reactions to go, ooh, yes, that part. Me too. Like, it's kind of wreaking havoc on my life in the best way possible. Otherwise, I'm doing very well. I can't wait to talk about this stuff tonight. We have some of our favorites to talk about. And there's some girl power on the episode, mm-hmm. which is always yeah. fun. The ladies brought it and a lot of fun summer songs, a lot of bright, fun stuff. And that Ace concert, oh my goodness, how good are they? Yeah. If you guys didn't see the Ace Sirens Call concert this past weekend, you missed out. We're going to give a full review and breakdown. It was wonderful. That sent me down a rabbit hole, a rabbit hole of reality shows and interviews and other videos. And oh, man, they're the real deal. But before we get to all the fun stuff, welcome to the Queendom. If you don't know, we affectionately call our listeners the Queendom since we're the New York City K-pop queens. If this is your first time listening Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in. If you like what you hear, please give us a follow on social media, NYC K-pop Queens. Give us a follow. We'll follow you back. Slide into the DMs. Say hi. We won't bite. We're nice. We're here to make friends. So please don't hold back. Communicate. We love our queendom and we're happy to have you all here. Okay, queendom. One of the bonuses of following us on Twitter, I don't know if it's a bonus, but we post poll questions every week. Every week, we go to the Queendom for an answer. Like Charity mentioned, she already has one in mind this week, apparently. (laughs) Okay. Um, uh, I already know what the answer is going to be, but for stuff like that, we post things on Twitter. We also post 
like maybe we thought a B-side was a stronger song and that should have been the single. What do you all think? Stuff like that. The polls are fun and we love hearing your opinions. So one of the fun ones around my biases, I always have a good time teasing Charity about not being able to guess my biases. So we wanted to do an experiment with the Queendom to see who could guess my SF9 bias, Charity or the Queendom. Charity, you have shocked the world. (laughs) Because if you listen to last week's episode, Charity shocked me that she got it right. Yeah, I shocked myself. I was thrown. (laughs) I was thrown. So we asked, after we recorded that episode, we went ahead and put the poll up and then closed it before the episode was released. So I knew who Charity initially thought my bias would be, but who she eventually guessed it to be. So the choices from SF9 were Jayoon or Rowoon. A hundred percent of the queendom picked wrong Charity. A hundred percent. You were the only one. You were the only one that guessed Jayoon. So therefore, Charity can guess my bias better than the queendom. Yeah, vindication. Congratulations. Thank you, Queendom, for playing along. That was a legit guess. That was a really good guess. In Queendom's defense, that was my first instinct. So since that was my first See? instinct, I knew it was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that you figured that out like last week. You're like, what I've realized is my first instinct will be wrong. Yeah. And then I think of it the opposite way, and that's who your bias is. Yeah. Yep, you got it right. And at SF9, to get the bias right is really uh, hard. Yeah. Like, I didn't get your bias right, so. Well, in your defense, in your defense, you got my visual bias, but I went down the rabbit hole. And when I go down that rabbit hole of trying to figure out personalities, usually the personality will snatch me over a visual any day. It's Um, always personality, yeah. Yeah. That's what happens. Well, but your SF9 bias, he has a great (laughs) visual too. He's my rocker. We're young. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, thank you all for voting in that one. The next couple questions we had for the Queendom this week are more straightforward. We reviewed Drive by Stray Kids. So you guys, we're coming off a week where I already made a fool of myself flipping out about a song, right? Like Stray Kids already made me be like, oh my God, I can't, I, I can't do this. How many times did I say that last week? Well, then Hyunjin did what he did. So I apologize in advance. There's two weeks of me acting like an unprofessional idiot because I'm Stray Kids. I blame Stray Kids. Anyways, (laughs) Stray Kids have been putting out a lot of amazing content on their YouTube channel. So we wanted to know which song you preferred. There was one with four members called Up All Night. It was a great song. And the video was like this friendly vampire thing. It was cute and kind of funny. And then Lino and Bang Chan did Drive, which was not cute and funny. This was... This was a grown-up song. Charity and I both preferred Drive. And the Queendom, Queendom's with us. 70% preferred Drive over Up All Night. So we're on the same boat with this one. I think it makes sense if you listen to this podcast, you'd probably prefer Drive. You definitely are vibing with our aesthetic with that one. Yes. So thank you for voting on that. And then our last poll question this week It's about the first group we're reviewing. It's about our boys, BTS. So BTS have put out three English songs that have been massively successful recently. So we were just curious of the three, what your favorite was. So Dynamite, Butter, and now Permission to Dance. Okay. 
39% of the queendom voted for butter. Butter is the winner. Yay. Which I have to say, we'll get to the review for Permission to Dance shortly, but I agree with that. I think of the three, Mm -hmm. butter is my favorite song. Yeah. Number two, though, with 35% is Permission to Dance. Over Dynamite? Over Dynamite. Dynamite's 26%. I honestly think it's only because that song was just released and it's totally that's the only reason i'm sorry if you think permission to dance is better than dynamite i think it's just the newness and dynamite people you know could be tired of dynamite i was everywhere everywhere for so long but yeah i think it's kind of the new song is gonna get more votes than the old standard at this point but they all got a lot of love so it's close thank you guys so much for voting in that Again, if you want to vote in our polls, be a part of the show. NYC K-Pop Queens on Twitter. We also post a lot on Instagram, so give us a follow there too. All right, speaking of the queendom, we see where you're listening from every week, and we want to give a shout out. We see you. We love you. We see that you're listening. So quick queendom shout outs. Shawnee, Oklahoma, San Diego, California, Indianapolis, Indiana, We see you in Trenton, Michigan, Dallas, Texas, Athens, Greece, Queendom shout out to our friends in Jordan, Poland, Amsterdam. We see all of you and we're so, so grateful to have you listening. Thank you so much. And we want to give a special shout out to Ashley and our friends at KPSN, K-Pop Social Night. We did an event this past weekend with them. Thank you all for joining us. If you joined us, we really appreciate it. It was a wonderful event. We had so much fun. It was just a really, really cool event. And it raised money for mental health. Charity, did you enjoy it? Yeah, Yeah. I really did. Shout out to Bora. She did such a great job interviewing us. Shout out to Bora. Bora, you're the best. We're going to party at BTS concert MetLife. We will see you there. We're excited. Just thank you all so, so much. That was really a lot of fun and hopefully we'll be a part of it next year if you didn't make it this year we'll do our best to be included next year as well and you can watch us and listen to us then but the bias segment was so freaking fun uh for those of you that weren't able to attend charity and i hosted something we called all about the bias and we just talked about what goes into picking a bias who our biases are for every group and the audience was phenomenal and participated It's just people love talking about their biases. It's so fun to talk about why you love this member and, you know, find other people that love the same members. It's like an instant bond, instant bond. If you like the same members So, in that way, shout out to our K-pop fangirl life. Yeah, we have twins with our K-pop fangirl life. (laughs) We love you ladies. That was so fun. Okay. Enough of Emily babbling. It's time to get to the reviews. BTS. BTS released Butter. They did an official release of the album with a new song called Permission to Dance. The song was co-written by Ed Sheeran, released a music video, and yeah, let's talk about it. I have a lot of thoughts. Preface it, you all know that BTS, they're our home in K-pop. They're who got us into K-pop. We're dedicated, passionate Arby's, so... Just have to preface <laughs> our review with that comment. We love BTS. So we're both very excited about this. We always stay up and watch the video on YouTube. Charity, what are your thoughts? Let's talk about the song first. Then we can kind of dissect the video. I mean, I liked it. It just, 
seems like a uh, not as good version of Dynamite, in my opinion. Mm. If I'm being completely honest, mm. like it just sounds like they were trying to go for Dynamite 2.0. Okay. It was okay. okay. I mean, it's fine. I think I'm just extra uh, critical because Dynamite and Butter were so great. But if you guys remember, I was not a big fan when Dynamite first came out. Yeah, yeah. It really wasn't. That was a slow, a slow grow to love on that one. And now I love it. But I think I just, the expectations were so high and I didn't know what to expect. So I think I was just disappointed because I have them on such a pedestal. Yeah. So, and then Butter just came out and Butter blew me away. It was so amazing. Amazing. So we're coming off of Butter and so close. And then this, again, it's fine. You know, it's fun. It's a good dance song. It has very similar elements to Dynamite. Uh, Yeah, it, it's fine. I think coming off of Butter is really difficult because Butter you know, it's been the number one song for seven weeks now on Billboard. This is the song of the summer. It's doing so well. To rush another release is kind of unneeded. We don't need another song right now because like Let Butter do its thing. So yeah, I feel like it's a little bit like, and I loved Butter. To me, that's the song. That's my favorite of these three particular English releases. So it's hard to judge coming off of that. It had to be like another complete banger for me to be like, I love this. Um, Okay positives. (laughs) I like the disco strings. I think those are fun. Jimin's tone is so nice on this song. There was something when Jimin came in that I was like, oh yeah, yeah, go off Jimin. I love his tone. I thought the parts where J-Hope and then Yoongi comes in. I thought that was really fun. I like the choreography. We'll get into the music video in a second. This is not my favorite song. And the issue is it's fine. If you heard the song on the radio, it wouldn't be my taste, but I would go, okay, that's fine. But for a group like BTS, I don't want a song that's just okay, and I don't want a song that any other group could do. And that's what this feels like. Another boy band could record this song and do this song. (sighs) BTS is so unique, and they bring so much to the table. I just wish they were more involved in these U.S. releases. Because their songwriting and their production is what made me fall in love with them and what I find really impressive and what sets them apart. Yeah. I don't know if we need another English song. I get it. I get what you guys are doing. But like you could have a song like so many K-pop songs these days where the verses are in Korean and then you have English in the the chorus, right? I don't know if we continue to need these kind of watered down English songs. I don't think they do. I think Butter is such a banger. That's a good song no matter what language it's in. But this one to me felt like a little bit cheesy and a little bit watered down. I understand why some people connect with it. It's it's just, it's not my taste. It's catchy. I've been singing it all day. Like it definitely has a good hook. It's catchy. It's cute. But I don't want BTS to lose who they are in chasing this kind of, you know, Grammy billboard stuff. Cause I think they can put out really deep, complex songs and still get the Grammy and the billboard. They'll still get the billboard for sure. We're buying it. We're streaming it nonstop. There's been a lot of criticism and there's talk in the fandom when every song comes out and antis for sure. But people kind of saying, I miss the old BTS. I miss the old BTS. I don't think that's fair. I think you have to allow artists to grow and to try out different genres and different things. 
But I will say after this release, I kind of felt a tinge of that. And I'm, I'm a little nervous about what they're going to continue to do. I have a feeling that they're just prolonging when they put out their next album because they really want to tour that album. I agree. Yeah. That's, I think, what this is. So they're just kind of putting off out these fun one-off songs because we're going to get the full BTS package with the album. I get it. I hope so. God, I hope so. I totally get it. But it's just kind of, maybe we don't have to have new music all the time. (laughs) Like BTS could take a six-month break and it would be fire when that album and tour happens. You know what I'm saying? So I think it just feels a little... It's not my favorite. And I will say this was very, very obviously not a song they wrote or that was written for them. And when I say that, it's because Ed Sheeran did an interview specifically saying he wrote this song for himself, didn't do anything with it. It sat around for a long time and then he gave it to BTS. That's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like an Ed Sheeran song that he didn't want to release. So meanwhile, he releases Bad Habits, which is a great song. And I wish BTS got that one. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) this is a song that Ed Sheeran wrote. This is um, English disco. Okay, that's fine. But like, BTS, they're the best, biggest group in the world. Like, whoever is controlling these decisions, let them write the next one. Let them get back to them. Because what BTS does best is when they're directly involved in the songwriting and producing. And you can have someone translate it into English if you want it to be an English release. Fine. Then work with English songwriters on translation that works. Do two versions like Luna did with Star and Voice. Totally. Do that. And then the fans at least get the music they want. And then you get a radio-friendly English one. You want to go for that English audience. Do that. But... I am so sick of the English songs. I'm sorry. I got into K-pop for not English. Yeah. You know, if I wanted to listen to English music, I'd just listen to the radio. And I really don't. I listen to, I'd say 90% of the stuff I listen to is K-pop because that's just what I enjoy the most. Unless I'm in an Uber or something and it's on, but I don't go seek it. That's for sure. I mean, I don't even care about the English. Like Monster X English album was fire. Those songs were good. It's more of when they put it out, it didn't feel like for some kind of bigger agenda. They were yeah. just trying something yeah. that yeah. felt a little more organic. Yes. And it stuck to kind of them. This didn't feel yes. like there's something that happens like when you try to appeal to everyone, a yes. mass appeal. Yes. This commercialization effort waters down the brand. And I really want a high concept specific release from them, not this let's appeal to everyone. Because when you appeal to everyone, Okay, fine. BTS has picked up so many new fans and they're going to continue to. Those people will not be here in two years. And in the meantime, the people that were here, their interest could wane and they're off with other groups. The mass appeal thing works for numbers and the short-term popularity. But for longevity, you know, just be careful with that because too much of that You've watered down the brand too much. And yeah. and I'm not saying they have. They're not there yet. It's just that, like, this is now our third song in a row with 20 songwriters or whatever and kind of a different thing, which, again, like, that's fine. But let's let's move back to the guys being more involved in songwriting and producing and, you know, do something 
you talked about like why you like K-pop. Like I think what makes K-pop so unique is like the layered, insane production, the visuals, the concept, the choreography. Watching something that you go, wow, nobody else could do this. This is amazing. Well, that kind of takes us to what did you think of the music video? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I have so many thoughts on this music video. Yeah, anyone could do this, obviously. And that's what the choreography is for. Everyone mm -hmm. can do the choreography. We can all yeah. do it, dance together. It's a sing-along, dance-along family song. Not my cup of tea. That's not no. my bag. That's not my bag. And if I wanted that, you know, I would watch an American boy band or I'd watch a kid's movie because genuinely, and I know we both agree on this point, this reminds me so much of... Can't Stop the Feeling by Justin Timberlake. 1,000%. Which was made for a kid's movie. That was made for Trolls. And that song, it grew on me. It was very catchy and happy. And I thought, this is a great song. Like, it's a kid's movie song, but this is a good song. This song wasn't made for a kid's movie. So right there, I'm like, meh. And the music video, I mean, the parallels visually were so obvious the first time I watched it. You still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Know what I mean? So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying to oh, yeah, I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying, I'm oh, trying, yeah. I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. yeah. Damn, me, me. Yo, look, 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 look. We all artists, man. We go, you feel me? We're gonna have this like Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right with this I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for for. Oh, I gotta don't play with it. Don't play with it. No. Take that shit. This was the one thing that Emily and I did. We rarely with BTS, it's hard for us to not talk about it beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, I'd say ninety percent of the time we talk about BTS beforehand, just because we're both so excited. The rest of the stuff we always save. But when we were talking about this texting, watching it after it premiered, Emily was telling me about the video. I hadn't seen that, that Trolls video in forever, and I didn't remember. And then I watched it right after, and it is heavily, and I mean heavily, inspired by this video. It yeah. is almost identical. I mean, yeah. go watch it, everyone. If you don't see the parallels, I don't know what to tell you because it's almost like a carbon copy, to be quite honest. And the honest. thing is, that wasn't long enough ago that, like, people forget. Like, I knew the second I saw the music video, hey, this reminds me, the waitress, the people outside the donut shop, the people outside, these people, this couple, this reminds the me. The laundry of, mat? Yeah. The girl dancing in the laundry mat? The whole thing just reminds me so much of it. And that was a big hit. That's not like a song that only – you know, 5,000 people watch that music video. That was a massive hit. And Justin Timberlake even opened the Oscars with that song. Like it was really a memorable song and music video, which again, so much of K-pop are the visuals and the concepts of these music videos. So that was shocking to me to watch something that was so heavily inspired by Justin Timberlake. I mean, if you want to do that, let's do Cry Me a River. I'll be the actress. Right? Like <laughs> if you want to do that concept, I am here for it. <laughs> but yeah, that kind of shocked me a little bit. I was like, okay, I didn't like the styling. Like this video no. is not my favorite BTS no. video yeah. at all. I don't like this like Western styling it was kind of a bizarre choice. I just, I yeah. didn't, I didn't love it. I didn't love it. 
Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a miss. And again, the best dancers in the world should not be doing choreography that's being praised because everyone can do it. And it's so simple. Like, I'm sorry, if you think that's a good thing, like everything's not for everyone. And it's being watered down so much. That's my biggest thing. They're K-pop idols for a reason because not everyone can do it. Exactly. And if you want to do that, I understand. Like, I think at the end, that choreography, I get that. I get that that's fun for everyone to do. It was cool to see their crew behind them doing it. But then maybe make the verses really difficult and dynamic. Yeah. I also think, though, the song, how are you going to do that to the song? I mean, they were hitting every beat they could. But like... If I have a song called Permission to Dance, I'm expecting like a robot being like, you don't have permission. And then they do this like insane, and then they do this like insane dance. This song is so basic. Dance to what? Like this is a two-step song. Like there's not a lot happening. It is. Let's be real. Dance, but everyone can dance. Like, no, you no. It's it just isn't maybe permission to be happy in the desert. Permission. Permission to wear cowboy outfits and dance like Troy from High School Musical. Like, okay, fine. You've got permission. Do it. Do your thing. But like this, like oh, dance. Man, so funny. Well, I'm serious because it bothered me. I'm like, what is this? Permission. You don't need permission for that. I don't think anyone does. No, nobody needs permission. It's literally no. walking. It's a two-step. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's hard to shade the choreography because the song that they were working with is so basic. That like, it would be hard to put in a lot of complex moves. So I get it. I just think for all these reasons to miss, I will say, I know a lot of people love it. I know, you know, most people, ARMY will disagree with us. That's fine. Everyone has opinions and different tastes, but this just was a massive miss for me. Again, there are positives. (laughs) There are positives. And you can still be ARMY and not agree with everything that they do. So just want to caveat that, that sometimes ARMY gets like, if BTS oh does it, you must love it. Like, okay, calm down. You don't have to. And I think that that speaks to a larger kind of toxicity of fandom culture, right? There's something in, if you genuinely think every single song on every single album that BTS has put out the past eight years is the best song in the world and there's no criticism valid of any part of that song then you're not in it for the music. You're in it because there's something in your life where being part of ARMY is part of your personality. And therefore, you take a criticism of a song as a personal attack. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. And that's a yeah. really small percentage. I feel like that's 1% of like the fandom. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. And we want to be most clear on that too. Be, yeah. Most people can be very, Most ARMY are you know. cool and awesome. And I know some yeah. of us love the song and some of us don't. And we're not like fighting on Twitter about it. But there are a subset that anytime a critic doesn't like a song, just attack and dox and ruin his right? or her life. Oh and like, you guys need to chill yeah, on yeah. that. Like if someone's literally just criticizing the song, it's not a personal attack on BTS. I love BTS. I love them so much. I just don't, this song isn't my vibe. The music video is not my vibe. Okay. That's nothing negative to them. <laughs> it's called subjective. It's like yeah. having a subjective opinion. You don't have to agree with us. It's fine. If people don't like our podcast and they say, you know what? It's not my vibe. Like I would have rather you talked about this, this, and this, and your opinions. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Like okay. Okay. I mean, Yeah. I get it because we're the actual creators. Your feelings get hurt for a second. You move on. But for fans to be that passionate, that's when you get to a level that's a little toxic for me. So ARMY, like, let's all please try our best. 
respect everyone. People are allowed to have opinions. Like it's part of tolerance is tolerating other opinions and still kind of leading with grace and love. So just want to PSA on that because I think uh, a lot of stuff I've been seeing is just, wow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Go, go off. And shout out to BTS for the one dance move that sign language, you know, Tay does sign language a lot and we've praised him for that on the podcast. And that's amazing. Like stuff like that. Yes, obviously that's amazing. I know that makes people feel included and I'm all for that. So there's definitely good elements and good things. We're just passionate fans, but we're also passionate about music and we're here to give honest critiques. I hope I just really, really hope that there's people within high that can kind of see this for what it is. And the direction that BTS goes next is what we're talking about. Right? right. Like, yeah. cause sometimes we've gotten upset and then, you know, trust bang PD. He knows what he's doing. So I think like, I don't want to sound, you know, pull the fire alarm quite yet, but I am concerned about, the longevity in the international market, specifically America, with this type of uh, stuff. Yeah. So we, we were see. hesitantly optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This was a real down tick for me. Yeah. This was a tough night when this came out for me. I thought, oh, wow. Okay. I wish that they didn't release it. I wish they would have just kept butter and yeah, we can just ride so that throughout amazing. the summer. Butter oh is God, so right? good. And then there's a lot of people saying, well, they have, you know, they did this for us because of the pandemic and it's a happy pandemic song. We had a whole album, we that whole, whole album. B album. Yeah. We don't need the disco version of Life Goes On. We like, don't. we really don't. It's not BTS's job to write, you know, to release 50 happy, upbeat pandemic songs like we don't need any more of that let's just let's just get back to uh back to basics here but not basic like permission to dance no (laughs) let's let queendom listen like we've gone off on it but queendom you decide what you think of this song okay before we get into the comeback show and the Jimmy Fallon appearance, trust me, we have positives here, guys. Uh, let's play a clip of Permission to Dance. Queensland can hear what we're talking about. It's fun. It's also fine. <laughs> it's cute. Is it my favorite? Yeah. No. But you know, yeah. Fun it's and cute. fine. It's catchy. Yeah. It's very catchy. Yeah. That those those things will stick with you. Like it's catchy. Okay. Let's talk about the comeback show because I will say I liked the song a lot better without the music video. I always like watching just the full dance routine anyway. I'm yeah a sucker for dance practice videos. And I like to see the whole routine together. And I I liked it a lot more watching that. There was so much fun interaction between the members. I liked that a lot. Butter will always make me happy, like starting it that way. Yeah. 
Then they did Spring Day. That's your like favorite song I know. Spring Day is the best. Spring Day to me is like the ultimate comfort song. It's so beautiful and sad. Do that. BTS, do that. Everything doesn't have to be happy and everything Uh doesn't have to be general. Like that's, I guess what I, I was trying to say with all that other stuff, like you can write a really specific personal song and people will relate to the honest emotion of it, even if they can't relate to the subject. Yeah. It doesn't have to be so general all the time. You can write something very specific and millions and millions and millions of people around the world will love that song and feel the exact emotion. So like, to me, that's spring day. There's a very specific story behind that song but everyone finds comfort in it. That song will never leave the charts in Korea. There's a reason, you know, like there's a reason. I love that song. That performance was great. Jungkook's outfit and that performance was so cute that like, I'm not a huge fan of the Western wear, but that shirt with the horses on it, I was like, oh, he looks so adorable. I loved it. I think they all look great. Yoongi continues to look great. I liked his look probably the best in the music video. So handsome. Yeah, his hair right now. That's a chef's kiss. It's a shout out to the stylist for Yumi's hair. Um, yeah, I thought the comeback show, I liked that. And that made me enjoy the song more, just watching them perform it. I think the music video was like, eh. But watching them perform anything is always a good time. And it is yeah. nice to see them smiling and enjoying themselves so much. So last night, Jimmy Fallon... For those of you that don't know, we record the podcast every Wednesday night, which means um, it comes out on Thursday. So I know that BTS, they're on Jimmy Fallon Tuesday and Wednesday night. So we only can talk about the first night because the second night it will air after we've already recorded. But let's talk about the first night. Jimmy did a big interview with them. They performed. I think Jimmy Fallon genuinely loves BTS. He does. It's so cute. It's so genuine. It's not fake. He's a massive fan and he always treats them with respect and he's so friendly. Like, Mm -hmm. I love it when they're on Jimmy Fallon. It was a fun interview. I thought it was a really fun interview. I thought Yoongi looked amazing. I always love when he gets forehead. Namjoon, his little haircut. Oh my goodness. I love Namjoon's hair. I love that hairstyle on him. I think he looks... I just want to say, like, your man recently, in my opinion, is the most handsome he's ever looked. He is so <laughs> yeah. he's so built. He's in amazing shape. His hair looks phenomenal. This his haircut is so cute. My favorite interaction during Jimmy Fallon was when Jimmy showed them a picture from one of their first concerts eight years ago. <laughs> and they all look so embarrassed. Like when someone shows an old picture oh, of you and you're just like, worst. oh my God, I can't. Oh, that's the worst feeling. And then Jimin like turned around in his seat because he couldn't even look at it. It was the cutest thing. Right? Jimin always gets so <laughs> upset. You know who I loved in that oh. interview? Jin. Yeah, he was so cute. He's so confident. He gives great answers. He's really confident. I think he looks ridiculously handsome right now. And then Jungkook. Jungkook looked phenomenal I loved the part where they got up and made the a like the spelling out army in the butter video I thought that was so cute it was just a nice interview yeah it's a really nice interview and they always do good interviews I just oh I long for the days where they could be there in person Mm -hmm. yeah that would have been even more fun let's talk about the performance so the first thing I noticed with that performance and this shouldn't surprise any of you that listen, because uh, obviously <laughs> I love Stray Kids, but I'm like, that's Stray Kids Backdoor. They filmed it at the same place as Stray Kids Backdoor. Oh, really? I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, they definitely did. No question. 
I thought the performance was great. They sounded great. The costumes were really cute, you know, very preppy. Yeah. But some of the colors of like the larger picture, this has nothing to do with BTS, but it was kind of like all over the place. Like the floor was royal blue. Yeah. Their outfits were like navy and khaki. Uh, then you have different shades of purple balloons all over the place. And then the background dancers were wearing these like orange and white outfits. So it was just kind of like a color clash assaulting my eyes at one point. It was bizarre. Something didn't translate well on screen because yeah. usually their performances, the visuals are insane. Like think about the butter performance they did on Colbert. I mean, that was so beautiful. There was just something color-wise here that didn't work for me. I was like, what is happening? Um, it was kind of like chaos with the colors. I was like, let's just stick to like cool or warm tones here, guys. It was all over the place, but they were phenomenal. They were phenomenal. Those preppy outfits were really, really cute. They looked handsome. They sounded good. Yeah. And again, even if I don't like the song or the choreography that much, it's always fun to watch them perform because in a song like this, they let their goofy side come out. They laugh with each other. They really have fun interacting. So yeah. it makes me have fun while I'm watching it. So I thought that was good. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. You know, everything's not for everyone. Love BTS. <laughs> and I've been singing this song all week. So who cares if I like it or not? It's stuck in my head. And this could be like you were with Dynamite. Maybe I'll yeah. grow to love this song. I liked Dynamite, loved Butter. This one's not, right now, not my cup of tea, but you never know. So congratulations to BTS. It's another huge release. It's going to break tons of records. Like, they're on a roll. We're just really excited to see what's coming next. I'm hoping for a big comeback. Okay, let's move on to Charity's Bias from Idol, Suyan. Suyan put out a mini album named Wendy. The single is called Beam Beam. There's a music video. Let's talk about this because I, for one, was like, wow. I was yeah, I was surprised by this release. What do you think of the song of the video from Beam Beam? Oh, my gosh. So she is such a talented queen. And we'll talk about all the ways in which she's talented with the rest of the album. But I like the mix of the more like poppy side and then she threw in like some rock guitars yeah um her vocals she just not only is she a rap queen she's also a vocal queen I mean she can do everything yeah I really really like the song a lot I thought it was really catchy really fun the video we'll talk about that but that was so fun what did you think of the song yeah, I think it's fun. And the way that they added that 90s guitar in the chorus, they did it so seamlessly. Yeah. And it's awesome. It's a great sound. I like the message of the song. It's, you know, not taking itself too seriously, but it's kind mm -hmm. of a fun song about being young, enjoying your summer. And I liked all the kind of consequences stuff. Like, it's sunny, but I'm hot. Yeah. Drinking, <laughs> drinking beer, throwing up. Like, <laughs> yeah. welcome to the adult world. I think she even says that at a few points. Yeah. It's really kind of funny and fun and lighthearted. Great summer song. I think it's really relatable. And I would imagine a lot of young girls, women are watching this and being like, yes, so fun, so relatable. And she's stunning. Like that mm -hmm. music video. Oh my goodness. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Right? I like that she is like this disgruntled fast food worker. She has this really cute little yellow outfit, but she clearly is just so effing over it. 
<laughs> like mm-hmm. doesn't give a crap. Just like, I wish I wasn't here. My favorite is when she's walking around looking all cute and she bumps into one of the other girls and the other girl's ice cream falls on the ground. So then they have like a dance off. Yeah. It's a battle. And then they like hug it out. I thought that was cute. No, it was. The whole thing. I liked uh, the visuals in this music video were fantastic. And that yeah. dancing cheeseburger is the funniest thing. <laughs> I loved that so much. I was like, this is my favorite. That was my favorite part of the video by far, the dancing Uh, burger. I liked it when it switched to like the Christina Aguilera look in the first chorus. Yes. She looked like Christina around the dirty um, time frame. And I thought that was a great look. And just again, fun. Like this is such a fun video, not taking yourself too seriously. Really bright visuals. Really, really cool. And unexpected. I mean- I'm so floored. Yeah. She also wrote every song. She co-produced them. She co-arranged everything. Like she is so heavily involved just in everything. I think the concepts and the visuals and all the music, I'm just so blown away by her talent. Well, and she also does that for Idol. I mean, she wrote like their last single. She did everything for it. She's a super, super talented woman. Yeah. But also like- so freaking beautiful. These visuals, yeah. She looks like a Barbie doll or something. It's like yeah. really, really pretty. But the fierce music that comes out of it, I, for me, is what makes it so exciting. I wasn't I, expecting I was that. I so blown away. I feel like the Same. album is so eclectic, but not in a way that's like a mess. You know, like it, yeah. the concept is just... It still flows. Um, yeah. Let's oh talk about God. the album. What are your okay. picks? Honestly, I love the whole thing, but I'm only going to talk about two. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I loved Psycho. I love that yeah. eerie, dark piano intro, and you yeah. kind of hear it throughout the song a little bit. Yep. And I love this kind of like staccato rap she does. Yep. I like that the song is kind of like about a woman scorned and basically threatening to expose the relationship to the guy's girlfriend and just basically like, I'm a psycho. This is what you get. Yeah. And the tone of her voice in that song specifically reminded me a little bit of Erica Badu. Oh, interesting. And then my favorite song of the entire album is, is this a bad bitch number? <laughs> I'm just going to say it because there's like little little asterisks. Yes, yeah. it is uh, because she's amazing. She features BB and Lee Young-ji. Talk about production, the layers of yeah. sound effects they add into this song that makes this song exceptional. It's not like cheesy. Like no, they, no. the key tones for the song, like they're dialing a phone number. Mm-hmm. They add it like a car screeching, a car door, cash register, the doorbell, like all this chaos, but it adds so much to this song. It is so well done. It's so catchy. Yeah. My favorite song on the album. It is so freaking good. I also love Psycho. Psycho's great. The piano is so nice. And the, those chords stay in. Like you said, like it's in the song. Those piano chords are phenomenal. And I got a real like alternative 90s girl vibe from that song. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I can definitely hear the Erica Badu influence. Now that you say that, it's like, yeah, part of that world. Talent. The talent. But I felt like it was like a 90s uh, alternative yeah. Yeah. song. Mm-hmm. I also loved Weather because it has <laughs> yes. like that Latin rhythm with heavy bass uh, it was really nice. It was really nice to listen to. I thought that was a banger. The whole album's good. Like this is super, super talented. Yeah, it's good. So it's a impressed. good album. I didn't really know what to expect, honestly. And I am just 
floored by her talent. Yeah. Well, she's your bias from Idol, so I can see that. This is a great, (laughs) great EP. (laughs) I know she already got a win on one of the music shows. Like, she's killing it with this, as she should. Like, this is really, it's really cool. Let's play a clip of the single Beam Beam by Suyeon for the Queendom. God, the talent in this woman. That song is so good. It is such a bop. It's so fun. Love, love, love. Yeah. Congratulations to Suyan. Really cool comeback. I think it's just refreshing because we see so much of the same thing um, mm-hmm. sometimes in K-pop. That yeah, this yeah. felt like really cool and refreshing. And that again, that dancing burger. Oh my God. <laughs> so I funny. lived for that. It was just so funny and fun. Thank you for giving us something to smile and laugh at. This was amazing. Congratulations, Suyan. Okay, we're going to move on to another powerhouse in the world of K-pop women. We're talking about Taeyeon from Girls' Generation originally, but I feel like she stands on her own as a solo artist at this point. You don't really even need to say that, right? Yeah. So she released a single called Weekend a few weeks ago, and our good friend Danny asked if we would review it. We can't say no to Danny, and we didn't want to. (laughs) Of course, we'll talk about this. This is a big release. So what are your thoughts on the music video and the song? Um, I thought it was like a fun, airy kind of disco song. Mm -hmm. She's a little late to the the disco trend, but you know what? She gave us a fun song. You know, it's a song about like the weekend. What are you going to do with the weekend? You can do like go on a trip or go to the beach or you know what? You can just sleep. You can do that too. (laughs) And I think we've all been there. So we can all relate. Yep. But I love all the retro elements in the video. It was like late 90s, early 2000s with those Mac computers, those like with the colors. And even the retro outfits. Yeah. The periods didn't match, like the clothes didn't match, the technology, but who cares? It was fun and cute. Yeah. It was like bright colors. I think visually it was a really fun summer video. Like the tone was set, like this is fun, it's summer. I agree with what you said, it's so nice to be like, you don't have to go on a trip or do anything. Just sleep. If you want to sleep, sleep. Thank you. Because all of these songs are like, party girl summer, hot girl summer, let's go do this, this, and this. (laughs) Hey, sometimes on the weekend, I just like to stare at the wall on my couch. Like, Right? Get that coffee. Have fun. (laughs) Just do nothing. Yes. Thank you for that. Because we needed that. (laughs) It's like another summer song, though, with a good vibe. She sounds great. I love her voice on the pre-chorus. And I thought where the chorus went was surprising in a good way. I liked the melody in the chorus. It was a little bit different. It was really nice. She's such a good vocalist. I think it's refreshing to have a fun song. A lot of times I feel like she gets kind of stuck in the sad and dramatic ballads and more of that type of lane. It's cool to have a fun, upbeat, it's summer, I'm doing what I want type of song. I know. I was really surprised at this song by her. And I think Danny knows this, as always, she knows this so well. Yes, yes. She knew this would (laughs) resonate with us. For sure. Thank you so much, Danny. Yeah. I think this one, it's funny because definitely we're reviewing them back to back, but this felt like a weekend song for like 28 year olds. Like, okay, you have, yeah. you're grown, yeah. you have your own money, just do what you want. You're young enough. If you want to go party, do it. 
you're old enough. You don't have to, you can sleep all weekend. Like it felt like a really fun kind of liberating, cute party song, a summer song for like 28 year olds where I feel like Suyon Beam Beam is like fresh out of college, first job yeah. type of vibes, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like they're similar in some aspects, but there's definitely a different tone and a different vibe to the songs and to the visuals, the music videos. I yeah. will say the similarities are both like blonde Barbie type stuff. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah, no, they both looked really pretty. Clearly it's the summer of blondes, so... Yeah. It's always summer for us. <laughs> <laughs> it's summer year round for these two, but hey, everyone else, there's still time. Summer's not done. If you want to do a hair color change, these ladies are telling us it's the summer for blondes. Charity and I will not fight that. Yeah, um, blondes always. Let's listen to it. Let's get into the mood okay. for a lovely weekend. This is Weekend by Taeyeon. <laughs> fun song i'm so ready for the weekend yeah it just sets the tone it sets the vibes i like it i like it and i hope Taeyeon does more fun lighthearted. maybe lighthearted's the word she does like yeah. these heavy songs uh yeah it's cool to see that she does this as well and she's that girl she's very cool this was a nice release i'm looking forward to more releases and thanks again danny for giving us the heads up on this All right, let's move on to some of our favorite guys. We're talking about Atiz. Fresh Off Kingdom, Atiz has a new Japanese release, a single called Dreamers. So there's a music video, a new song. Charity, what are your thoughts on this one? So it's so great, but it's a little bittersweet because it's the first song they've ever done without Ningyi, which made me sad. Yeah. But I will say, Sungwa, boy, did he step up in that rap line. Not only is he out here giving us an amazing rap, then he comes in with amazing vocals. That man, I swear, whew, I love yeah, him. He was really good on this. Right? Like, oh my goodness. He did such a good job. Not that obviously he can't replace Mingy, but the void wasn't as huge because he was so amazing with his rap. Yeah, yeah like Very HJ impressed. didn't have to carry all of the rap. Yeah, exactly. And it's nice to have two to kind of go back yeah. and forth. yeah. I like the song. I think it has a signature kind of a tease sound. I love seeing Woo Young start it. My bias starts the yes. song. He sets the tone. Kind of a cool Caribbean beat. Very summery. Positive, upbeat song about kind of dreams coming true together and all that sweet, nice stuff. I like the build to the chorus. That's probably my favorite part melodically of the song. Your Man, San does it. And then Yan Ho does it in the second verse. But that part of the song is so freaking nice. I love that part. And the music video, it was nice coming off of Kingdom, which was so intense. And I personally felt like Atiz didn't get the flowers they deserved during Kingdom. I felt like they killed it. And where they kept placing and stuff, I was like, eh. There were weeks where Atiz definitely had the best performance and deserved to be number one. They're coming off this dark, heavy competition 
And now we're on the beach. Now we're happy, you know, yeah. and I love seeing a tease happy. I love it. It's so refreshing. And I think a tease just has something a little different about them. They bring a unique element to K-pop. There's something a little different. There's this little tweak with them that stands out. And I'm really happy we have them. I thought in the music video, are we still in the universe? Because I, I feel like we, we are. are. I do too. Because it ended with them sleeping in that circle. Yep. And didn't it start with someone waking up? HJ. HJ wakes yes, up, he woke and he, up and he looks at that prism thing he's holding. Yes. Yes. It's clearly part of the universe because yep. they kept going back to that prison thing. And then at the end, when they're all in the circles and they're like <gasps> sleeping again. And they're wearing uniforms. If you look, yes. I'm pretty sure they're wearing the school uniforms from Inception. I think it's some other part of the universe. Well, I was so happy when HJ woke up. I was like, did he finally wake up in a happy place? Because he's been going through it yeah, in I this Atiz universe. All yeah. of them have. Like that Atiz universe, Hala Atiz, there is so much darkness that these boys have gone through. I was so happy to see him just wake up on that beach. I'm like, oh, please just stay here. It's safe. Right. It's happy. It's sunny. And then they're all together just running around. Let's go in the water. Like, yes, right. please Relax. let this be real. And they're happy. But Mingy's not there. So clearly this is not where they're supposed to end. Exactly. You're yeah. right. That's exactly what it is, though. You're missing someone. And they yep. have to find him yeah. and get everything back together, which just adds another layer to the universe story. Right. Oh, so good. The beach thing, you know, on the beach, happy and lighthearted. It reminded me a little bit of Blueprint, Stray Kids Blueprint, you know, mm -hmm. like this kind yes. of like we're happy. We're just having like a really good day and enjoying each other's company type of feel, which again, perfect release for summer. Yeah. We're in July, middle of summer. Yes. I was happy to watch it and I'm excited to see what they do next. I'm excited to see how their storyline is going to progress. And I'm definitely excited for Mingy to come back. We miss him. It's been a really long time. And, oh, wow. um, you know, he did post for the first time on Twitter to say happy birthday to San. So that was nice to see. So hopefully, you know, we've got baby steps for a personal comeback for Mingy because, yeah, we love you, Mingy. We love you. I we miss, miss you. you. Yeah. I always don't want to be like, Hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, because <laughs> yeah. I want him to be happy and healthy. That's most important. Yeah. But yeah, there is that little tinge of like, oh, Mingy's voice isn't here. Yeah. Eesh. But Sungwa, man, whew, did he pull it out for us? I was like, wow, you are so talented. I mean, I already knew he was, obviously. Yeah, I was a little bit surprised for a second. I'm like, is this yeah. Mingy's part? And he's just right? like, I know. Nope, it's him. No, he sounded great. He sounded yeah. great. That was really, really good. Let's play, a, play clip. a clip. Yeah, oh, let's play a clip. Let's play a clip. We're in the summer vibe now. Let's keep it going. This is Dreamers by Atiz. <laughs> Just gets me so in the mood to go somewhere on vacation for the summer. 
it's such a summer song. Like, yeah. Thank you to all the artists we've reviewed so far tonight because what a perfect summer episode, you know? Like, yeah. I don't think you have to exclusively be like, it's summer. I have to put out happy songs. <laughs> yeah. But, but it is kind of nice to like set the tone and set the mood. It's hot here. Like, any of these songs that kind of transport us and get us in a happy summer feeling. Much appreciated. Thank you guys. Okay, speaking of summer. Speaking of summer, Charity, I think it's time for our favorite segment of the week. Queendom, you know what we're talking about. It's quiz Quiz time. time. All right. This week's quiz, it's a summer quiz. It's a K-pop summer quiz. We thought it'd be very appropriate since the theme of all these releases kind of center around summer. Maybe not BTS. There's more of like a Western wear type of thing, but <laughs> it can fall into a happy summer Cowboy song. Cowboy summer. For sure. Yes, exactly. For sure. So this week's quiz is called Choose Some Summer Things and we'll reveal which K-pop song you are. The quiz can be found in the description of the podcast you're listening to right now. We also post it on Twitter so you can play along with us. Let us know what you got. I think this is going to be a fun one. I hope. Charity, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, let's find out which K-pop song you are. Pick something to eat or drink on a hot summer day. Cherries, fondue, pineapple, coconut water, champagne, ice cream, candies, or cotton candy. I'm going to go for some ice cream. I'm going to go for champagne. Where would you like to have your summer picnic, Emily? Next to the swimming pool, in an amusement park, at the beach, in your backyard, on a tropical island, or on the roadside? Mm, I'm in a pool mood for some reason, Jay. I'm going to do it near the pool. Yeah, same. Plus, I don't want to get sand in my food. Mm, Smart. Okay. How do you usually act on a summer day? (laughs) Sassy. Cute, energetic, witty, cheerful, or romantic? I'd say cheerful. I'm going with sassy. You're always sassy. (laughs) (laughs) Summer, spring, fall, winter. You're getting sass with me. Sorry. I love it. Pick an activity to do on a hot day. Cooking, relaxing, driving, shopping, Spending time with friends or dancing? Um, I want to relax. I'm relaxing. Okay. For the sake of not having the same result, I will say shopping. Okay. Be in the air conditioning. Smart. <laughs> okay. This one, I'm going to have to describe the choices because there's just pictures of different outfits. So I'll do my best. Choose something to wear on a sunny day. A long sleeve, short, pink dress with ruffles. A Hawaiian shirt, a black long sleeve shirt and maroon skirt, a white tank top, like a sexy cropped halter and short shorts, a white t-shirt with Snoopy on it, a red dress with flowers, or a white t-shirt that says effing awesome. (laughs) I'm going to have to go with the red dress with flowers. I'm going to go with the white tank top. How do you feel about summer, Emily? Is it your favorite season? The best season for fashion? It's okay. Good for beach time? Best season for eating? Or time to relax? It's okay. It's not my favorite season, but I don't hate it. Yeah, I think of summer as 
time to relax. All right, Charity, what did you get? I got Party by Girls' Generation, which is such a fun song. It says, make your voices louder and louder. Follow the sound of the waves. You know what time it is. With you, it's always time to party. You're in the mood to rent a huge villa and spend your summer with your best friends. Fun. So fun. I got Coca Bop by XO. And it says, shimmy, shimmy, Coca Bop. I think I like it. Yes. <laughs> As it says, <laughs> for you, it's all about the dance moves. As long as you have good music, a hot sun, and a mode of transportation, you could easily spend your summer days relaxing by driving down the coast. I'm in. That's you to a T. <laughs> I was dancing while I was reading that first part. <laughs> I'm like, oh, for you, it's I all about the dance moves. in my head. Shimmy, shimmy, <laughs> coca bop. Oh, that is a bop. A shoulder, you, you doing a shoulder shimmy? Yeah, kind of, with a little bit of hips. Yep. Yes, yes. You know the move. Um, <laughs> also, I just love that song, Bacon with the Red Mullet, ahead of his time. Anyways, that was a super fun quiz. Hopefully you all enjoyed playing along. Please let us know what you got. Give us a follow on Twitter, NYC, K-pop queens. That's fun. Hope everyone's enjoying their summer. Well, my summer got a lot better last week on Friday morning because Hyunjin from Stray Kids is back, everyone. We knew he was back. We saw him in the mixtape O video, but we haven't seen him. No pictures yet, nothing else. He got on his bubble to let us know something was coming. And he released a dance video to a song called Play With Fire. It's by a man called Sam Tinez, T-I-N-N-E-S-Z, featuring Yacht Money. I wasn't familiar with the song. And when I found the artist, he has like 5,000 followers on Twitter. So Hyunjin found this song, like the taste to even know this song exists, and then choreograph a dance. Okay, Charity. Well, there's a lot to talk about here. A lot. I will try to keep it under three hours for everyone. Oh my goodness. I felt like I needed to send over like an ambulance after I watched the video when you sent it to me. When I watched the video, I was like, oh man, Emily's not going to be well after watching this. I can't do this. Like I still cannot do this. Like I cannot do this. I knew in that very first second where he stood in front of the mirror and he's like, "Mm, let me tie my hair back in a pretty little ribbon. (laughs) About to get down. Stuff's about to get real. Right there, I was like, oh no, oh, I'm in trouble. Trouble is here. Guys, the Dark Prince is back. The Prince is back. This is so memorable. This is game changer for Hyunjin. Phenomenal. It's everything I could ever want. Like, I, I think what shocked me by it so much, you know, he has that gorgeous dance to uh, When the Party's Over by Billie Eilish, which is very sad and emotional, and it's such a beautiful video. So maybe if he was going to do another dance, I expected something that was maybe more like sad and, you know, he misstays so much and it's been a hard time for him. No, Hyunjin addressed what's been happening. He came at it from a totally different, this was unapologetic in your face. The beautiful prince has turned dark, ladies and gentlemen, and we're all in trouble and no one's getting out alive. It's like, like he was exiled into his castle And he spent all of his time doing dark stuff and hooking up. That is what happened. Like, you wanted him to be the bad guy. He's the bad guy now. Here you go. That's what it felt like to me. And I was just like, this unapologetic bad boy behavior. Oh, my God. Do you know what came to me when I was watching that video? Because I feel like the duality. Yeah. Yeah. 
he will heal you and break you at the same time. Yeah. Like he goes from like these very soft movements and looking very sensual to like with a flick of his like body just turn into like this. Yes. Aggressive. Yes. Hard. Yes. Like it, I'm telling you, he will break you and he will heal you in the same Good. motion. It's insane. Sign me up. Sign me up. And I will tell you, I love to play with fire. I'm a fire sign. Fire, fire, fire. Like the whole video. There's one part where the song says, I love the smell of gasoline. I'm like, well, there's my new perfume. I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. Like, I am not kidding. Okay, I'm going to break this down. So from the very start, he pulls his hair back. He's about to go hard. And then he does those pops, like with the beat at the very beginning that were, it yeah. shocked me. I was like, oh, what? What is this? And I thought it was really telling. He had on this like white cape. And I feel like when he took it off, that was like it. Like the good guy, you know, the good prince, that's gone. Reputation tarnished. He whips it off and attacks the camera. I mean, ooh, ooh. And the way he stalks forward, it's like a scary, menacing movement. That one part where he's kind of bent over to the side. Oh my goodness. That was before the cape throw. Then this boy throws the cape. That come here finger he does. Stop. Stop. You cannot keep. Don't do that. Why are you doing that? Oh my God. And then there's that part where like the music completely cuts out. It's black and white. He's on the floor. He's on the floor doing some moves that I don't know if I don't know if I needed to see that. Like I did not need to see that, but I did. Oh, wow. But I do think there could be a like bigger message in that moment where the, everything gets quiet. You just hear the cackling of the fire. It's black and white. It feels like that's like where like there's stuff happening. He's like hidden or something. There's one part where he's standing up and it looks like he's almost restrained with his hands behind his back. Then Hyunjin is free, everyone. And the chaos a fire can bring. And that's what this is. He does that move to the floor where he does that smile or smirk. Charity, are you kidding me? Like Hyunjin knows his facial expressions are so perfect. It doesn't look rehearsed. It doesn't look organized. It's how he feels in the moment. His body, face, and music are always in sync. And that moment where he's on the floor and he does that little like sexy, devilish smile, done. Done. So right there, I'm like, okay, I'm already done. I'm already dead. This is tough. Obsessed. But also, you know, there has been a battle for my bias and stray kids. So now I'm under more stress. Well, I just want to point out, and I'm sure that the queendom will agree with me on this, that the passion that you talk about Hyunjin, well, you don't talk about with Chan. Oh, well. Just point that out. Who is allegedly, allegedly, you're biased. Okay, but allegedly. that's, okay, but, okay, but. That's because Chan is uh-huh. like the nice, responsible one. He's always off uh-huh. doing like nice things for people and stuff. Like he's not up like doing some sex dance in a dungeon. I'm just saying that you've never been so impassioned on the podcast or off the podcast when we talk about (laughs) Chan, I'm blowing your cover, as much as you are with Hyunjin. So just like I called you out and I pointed out to you that Hyungwon (sighs) was your bias and Monster X. Well, 
I would be very confident that the queendom will agree with me on this poll that Hyunjin is your bias in Stray Kids, not Bing Chan. Well, maybe he is. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> okay. Oh, how does my bias? Oh. Well, bippity doo da. Everyone figures something out. Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> okay, Ed. I'm sorry that I'm trying to be nice to Chan. I don't want to hurt his feelings. And I still love him. Like, I don't want to break up with Chan and then he's dri- driving around with someone else. We just had that last week. We're good. God. No one can let me just have fun. <laughs> I mean, Queen them, they called you out even before I did. Well, whatever. Okay, fine. Whatever. Like, oh, like our friend it. Selena Gomez taught us the heart wants what it wants. So <laughs> I'm sorry, but like sometimes when you expect me to just sit here and be like, oh, that was a good video. I like his dancing. I'm not even halfway through my breakdown. Like, <laughs> you thought I was done? I'm not done. I, we're not even close to being done. We haven't even got to the rose part. This girl's already calling me out. Charity. Anyways, let me finish my breakdown of that. I'll address what Charity just said. So back to Hanjin's beautiful dance because it deserves a full breakdown. I also would like to address the way his shirt goes from being tucked in and then it's just out and then it's open more and more and more. More buttons are being unbuttoned in each scene. I'm not the only one that noticed this. Then Hanjin's back on the floor, right? And he does that amazing move where he's like on his fingertips, kind of stalking the camera. And then he goes down and he picks up a flower with his mouth. What was that? What was that? He gets up, the whole scene changes. Now he's in the spotlight, hair down, and he's doing the sexiest, coolest dance move ever. Stop. Stop. Like, This whole thing was just an attack. It never settled down. There was never a move that wasn't so freaking stunning and attractive. And then at the end, when all of a sudden he just grabs his throat and walks away, it's like he's being silenced again. It was like the bad boy was trying to come out, but he was silenced again. (laughs) The dark prince has been summoned. He has to go. But now we all know. He won't be silenced anymore. (laughs) No, because we won't let him. (laughs) I'll be on here making a fool of myself every week. So there you go. Um, I just thought like in all seriousness, his taste, like the song, the styling, the storytelling, that amazing choreography. So, so, so good. And I think my biggest kind of critique of Hyunjin maybe in the past would be he's not confident enough for what he brings to the table. You could always see a little bit of insecurity with him. This time off has created a monster. Like he knows it now and the world is in trouble. Everyone's in trouble. Can you imagine what this next comeback is going to be like? Yeah. Time to die. Time to die. Like I, you have Chan giving us drive last week. Then Hyunjin comes out and does this. (laughs) We know it's on their minds. The stray kids are no longer kids, everyone. They're men. Things have happened. Thank God. We get it. Like- This, though, just blew me away. It was so, so good. Oh, Hyunjin. Yeah, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you sit on it, but I think eventually you'll... For right now, I'm just going to be one of those people that has a double bias because I'm not ready to let Chan go. I love him. Fair enough. But Chan's like the good, nice boyfriend. 
Hyunjin. <laughs> Hyunjin's the bad boy you cheat with, and it's going to cause problems for everyone. Um, <laughs> no, but seriously, um, this video is insane. It's doing ridiculous numbers. Everyone's talking about it. So if you're one of the few that hasn't checked out Hyunjin's dance video, it's called Hyunjin Play With Fire. Watch it on YouTube. Even if you don't love him, you don't even know who he is, the dancing, the song, the cinematography, it's just so cool. It's so freaking cool. So obviously, I love it. I also want to mention that Chan agrees with me. So on Chan's room this week, he talked about it and he said, you know, he complimented Hyunjin. He thought it was amazing. Hyunjin gets really shy and shuts down when he gets compliments. So Chan compliments him more. See, and you want and you want me to break up with this guy. Just saying, like, I feel like <laughs> the heart wants what it wants, Emily. I know. And the kingdom knows your heart, and I know. <laughs> but you have to get there on your own time. Ugh. You have Ugh. to get there on your own time. Engine, why? No, Chan literally said he's like, I've watched it at least 50 times. So <laughs> we're, we're a lot alike. And that's why he was my original bias. We're a lot alike. This was really powerful. And I hate giving a shout out to JYP, but have to pay respect where respect's due. To let him have this be his comeback. Wow. Did that shock me? Shocked. Yeah, same. This is very unapologetic. This is very opposite of what I thought. I thought that they'd make him like sit in front of a camera and read a speech about being a good person or something. Same. Yeah. So shout out to JYP. Maybe they knew what they were doing. They're like, make everyone miss and want Hyunjin. Then we're going to do this amazing comeback. And then when the Stray Kids comeback comes, they have all this momentum built. Maybe. Maybe he's a secret genius. I don't know. But Hyunjin is a genius. His dancing is phenomenal. Oof. Congratulations to him. And congratulations to all of us, because that video is a win for all of us, except for my productivity. (laughs) It has stopped on my productivity since Friday. I also would like to apologize to everyone in my life who I sent it to. That maybe (laughs) isn't the right video to send to your family members. (laughs) Like, uh, Oh, I died. Well... It's, it's been an interesting few days for me. Anyways, let's keep it with the Stray Kids. Let's keep it with our faves. Stray Kids have this song camp, Howl and Harmony reality show. And last week we talked about the first unit. So what it is, is they were broken up into units, given a really basic track, and it's up to them to write a song. There's going to be a music video for the song. It's really, really cool. So last week we watched Sugman, Han, and Ian. This week, it was Team Glow. That's their team name. Felix, Changbin, and Lino. So now we're with Charity's Bias and Bias Wrecker and previous Bias Wrecker. All her men are in this group. Let's just talk about the episode. I mean, these things are really fun to watch. They talk about music. They hang out in cool summer settings. We're back to summer. We're out of the dark castle. I love that they're by the pool. I think I'm going to hang out with them, not only because they're my men, but because I don't want to be on a campground with bugs (laughs) and having to make my own food. They just got to run around in a pool and they had sandwiches already made for them and they were playing Jenga. Like It just seemed a lot more relaxing and a lot more my speed. Yeah, they had a better setting than the first group because the first group had to sit outside and there were so many bugs. It was night, so the lights attracted all the bugs. Yeah, make their food. I agree with you. Of the two, more work. Oh, and and the scenery was really nice. That pool, like in the mountains, I would love to be there. It was gorgeous. 
I love that they took and split up three Racha to be one yep. in each of these groups to kind of help guide them because the other guys are not as experienced with writing and producing and stuff. So I thought that was really smart that they had one in each group to help them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for and sure. And this one seemed a little more relaxed. Like I feel like the first group were like getting really serious about it and they had instruments and stuff. And these guys are just kind of talking about it and – yeah, I think and it was the setting. Like the, yeah. yeah, the setting and the production. In the first group, they have to do a, like a more of a ballad. Yeah. So there's going to probably be a heavier conversation. But yeah, this felt a lot lighter and like more fun. What I did love yes. is that, so the first one's going to be a ballad. Then they're doing a more cool, chill vibe, which means, because they said there were three <laughs> different vibes, sexy is yeah. what Changbin said, yeah. which means- yeah. Chan, Chan and Hyunjin are, are doing do a sexy, sexy. song. Yeah, you're going to die. What? You're They're die. attacking me these past couple weeks. <laughs> you guys, I love you, but I have so much I have to get done. There's a lot going on that I need to focus on. And it's just like drive, play Next with week. fire, sexy. Like you guys just give me a week off. Like I'm begging you. I cannot do this. I can't do this, Charity. When I saw that, I was like, what? And I kind of guessed it. We talked about last week who we thought we would be on teams. And I thought, you know, for Hyunjin's return, they're going to put him with Chan and that's going to be the last episode. So we guessed correctly. But yeah, when they mentioned ballad, we've got this like chill summer song. What? Sexy. Oh no. I think they're prepping us for a comeback. I'm hoping, I'm hoping they're prepping us for a sexy comeback because <sighs> I will lose I my can't ever do loving this. mind. No, I, I'm I'm hoping they're not because I can't do this, Charity. Like, I can't do this. Like, I've literally lost so much time of my life watching that Play With Fire video. Well, get ready to lose more, Emily. I know because they're going to make a music video <laughs> with those yeah. two. Uh, Maybe that'll be my deciding factor, who I look at more in that music video. I know who the answer is, but you have to get there on your own. <laughs> I am attacked. I, Queen Dev, I have been so attacked, not only by the men of Stray Kids, but Queen and themselves, and then my supposed best friend Charity over here attacking me. Can y'all imagine what she's like in real life? These are, this is, this is not that far from real life, right? Yeah, I cannot uh, wait for next week. I would like to say your man Changbin, he's been working out. Those arms are insane. Him. Oh my yeah. goodness. I was like, okay. They're all I feel like the past six months, straight kids have been on a mission. Like, let's make sure everyone knows we're grown men. We're not straight kids anymore. We're the stray <laughs> no men. Way. Like they're all glowing up so much. And I liked watching Changbin delegate. I thought that that was really interesting. Like telling Felix, you know, write a melodic rap. You do that verse in English and Lino. We need you then to do a really nice lighter melody because Felix and I have deeper voices. It's cool to watch from the beginning the creation of a song like this. Um, I love a man in charge. Yeah. Well, you've got one. (laughs) But the concept's fun where they talk about the song for a little bit, but then it's just let's hang out and eat and hang out. I thought it was cute that Changman was so excited to eat sandwiches on a picnic blanket. That would be me. I love stuff like that. But he said he's never done it. He's only seen it in movies. He's so cute. So cute. We can have a picnic anytime you want, Changman. He's so cute. Just so you know. It's fun to watch. It's like half hour episodes. Very easy. If you're into Stray Kids, it's free on YouTube. Um, English subtitles for those of us who don't speak fluent Korean. 
check it out. It's great. And I don't know if I'll be here next week to talk about next week's episode. Cause like, I just don't think I can handle it anymore. I think I've really reached peak. Like, is there a way to block a YouTube video for yourself? Because I think I need to do that. Like genuinely, I have to stop watching that video. I have to, I can't. Oh goodness! And I go on to watch other stuff. I go on to, you know, support other groups or let me check out this interview. And all I do is watch that. (sighs) Okay. Well, anyways, (laughs) Hyunjin is causing a lot of problems in my life. Well, let's just wait till next week, Emily. I don't want to. What? (laughs) I do. I'm dying for this. Yeah, I think Queendom is too. I think we're invested. (laughs) Just be the love triangle. I know. And it's like really intense. And I will say like, if Hyunjin just came out with this, I think I would have been more comfortable being like, yeah, I I really do think I'm going to jump ship and he's my bias. But we cannot forget about the drive lyrics and music video. I know. I know. I know. I'm just saying that when you talked about that, it was not with the same passion of which you talked about this all i'm pointing out and i don't believe you watched that video as many times as you watched this no that is true well well he wasn't on the ground with his shirt (laughs) off like playing with fire charity this video this video gave me a lot more to work with okay like there was a lot happening in this video so we'll just see how next week unfolds the saga continues. The saga queendom. continues, queendom. But I'm feeling charity <laughs> wants us to post that poll on Twitter, so we will. I do. Yes, everyone, yes. just like you know, don't be swayed by anyone <laughs> say things. <laughs> just think about the whole thing. We've had 60 episodes. I think you all know. You know, I'm very loyal to Chan. <laughs> all right. Anyways, let's move on. Let's move on. Yes, yes. Because I'm not the only one that has bias issues, as you mentioned. <laughs> As you mentioned in the start of the show, someone else is having bias issues, everyone. So, Charity, it's time to talk about (laughs) Ace Sirens Call Concert. The amazing men of Ace put on an online concert this weekend. It was great. It was like, what, two and a half hours long. They brought so so much content. Let's talk about the whole thing, like performances that stood out and kind of break down the whole show for people that didn't get a chance to see it. Well, they delivered, like they gave us so much, but yeah. what stood out to me the most was all of their solo performances. Oh my goodness. Can we talk, let's go in order of like, yeah. I want to talk about every single one because they were amazing. Okay. Yeah. So I think the first one we saw was June. Our bias or yeah. Well, this could be changing with this one. But June did Versace on the Floor by Bruno Mars. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? He needs lyrics. I love those lyrics. Well, but also, like, Bruno Mars is a beautiful vocalist. It's hard to sing like him. And he did it like it was no problem. No problem. And I loved the build. He did the kind of slow, dramatic Bruno build that he's done in performances. And then the music came in. And he started kind of grooving. Oh my goodness. Like that dance Amazing solo. Performer. Yeah. That gave me Jungkook My Time vibes. And if you guys saw mm-hmm. that concert special, you know what I'm talking about. He went for it. And his tone, I think, is really nice. Like mm-hmm. he's one of these people, it's not fair because he's so good looking. He should be the oh, worst yeah. singer of the group. Nope. He has been blessed. He's like God's favorite child over here. Gorgeous, great voice. Like it's just, oh, geez. I was so impressed by that. And I thought like, okay, what are the other guys going to do? That's hard to follow. Mm -hmm. 
Then Byung Kwan came in and did Taemin's advice. I knew Charity would lose it at that one. Right? I was like, what is he doing? Like, this song is one. Taemin is a hard vocalist to copy because he is so amazing. But he did such a great job at giving his own take on it, but also sounding like Taemin in certain parts. Like yeah. that like staccato beginning where Taemin, the phrasing he uses. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Like and so good. The dance moves were on point. You know, he yeah. stayed true to those dance moves. Like it was a great performance. Amazing. Oh, okay. And then Dong Hyun did driver's license. Olivia yes. Rodrigo's driver's license. Wow. And you play the piano. Oh my God. There's something about someone just playing the piano alone and right. singing that is so intimate. That he killed it. He had that like soft restraint at the start, really vulnerable and connected. So emotional. It felt like I thought he was going to break down in any second by the time we got to the bridge. Like he was pouring his heart out as the song progressed it was beautiful and really emotional. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of that song. And after watching him sing it, I liked it. So Me too. Same. That's a huge compliment when you can, and you have us liking a song that with the original artist, I wasn't that crazy about. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Okay. Now let's talk about Wow Charity. <laughs> I just feel like talking about him. <laughs> wow. Also known as Seyun did Heartbreak Anniversary. And as I'm watching him and he's sitting in this chair, his vocals were like everything to me. Like, wow. Yeah, he has a really interesting and different voice. Like it's yeah. it's one of a kind. He went from like the low notes in that song and then you hit, he like hit his falsetto. Yeah. And I was watching him and I noticed, man, Eugene is so incredibly gorgeous. But I noticed myself when they would be in a group performing on stage, I kept looking at at Seiyun. And then I was like, huh, that's interesting. Hmm. Um, hmm. <laughs> Fascinating. So, <laughs> so I was like, I wonder, I have a strong feeling, because I didn't know a lot about their personalities. I hadn't really jumped hardcore down that rabbit hole yet. And I had this very strong suspicion that I would vibe more with his personality i don't know what made me think that it's just a feeling i had uh-huh. so i started watching videos and reality shows and interviews and stuff and charity just say it we don't need the whole breakdown you just if you want to say it say it <laughs> he's now my bias and june's <laughs> now my record <laughs> i'm not the only one that's straight everyone <laughs> i mean i can't help it like yeah, june is incredibly gorgeous no physically. i get it but Wow is Wow's yeah. personality just is a lot more what my my speed. It's just something I connect with more. I was instantly drawn to him and when I saw his personality on the show, it just kind of solidified it. Like you can't fight it sometimes. No, 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 no. Of course. Yeah. But yeah, so So Charity has a new bias in Ace. Wow is Charity's bias. Yeah, I sign off like on that though bias. because I think he's really <laughs> special. Like I yeah. All five of them bring something so different and they're so interesting that like, yeah, I can see that. And I thought he was fantastic. Cool song choice though, to do Heartbreak Anniversary. Very cool R&B guy. Fit his vibe. Now we have to talk about Chan, who did UN Village. Yeah. Obviously, I love that song. 
It's bacon. Like, how would I not love it? But he killed it. That's hard to sing a bacon song and pull it off that flawlessly. I thought he killed it. And he's kind of like the wild card of this group. You know, I might notice other people, but a lot of times my eye goes to him. And I think when you're talking about interviews and everything else, his personality is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Phenomenal. So I love him. I want to break down a little bit more of the group performances. I thought Savage, I think it was the second song they did. It was so powerful. They went so hard. And those open back maroon outfits, what a fun surprise. I love these open yeah. back outfits that they're doing. <laughs> I enjoy the choreography for Do It Like Me. The white suits with Take Me Higher and Mr. Bass. Like, yes. Yes, yes, So yes. cool. And that was kind of a playful, fun change of pace. Vocally, they sounded amazing. The whole show, Star, they sounded so good. Higher. I love that. Oh my Higher God. Higher was yeah. awesome. Like this comeback deserves so much better. Ace deserves so much better. I don't know why they haven't resonated with more K-pop fans because they're good looking. They're talented. They're song slap. Like what else do you need? I'm like at a loss for Ace not being one of the biggest K-pop groups, you know? I know. I know. And down. I love down. That was the practice room footage. Like their personalities really came through when they were performing down. I love seeing them dance, joke around on stage with each other. They're just, they're amazing. Ace is amazing. And this show is so good. Like they deserve the world. I loved this concert. Yeah. I mean, clearly I did because now I have a new bias. Yeah. You went down a big <laughs> rabbit hole. I did. But the concert was like really, really, really amazing. They're so talented, and I hope one day we get to see them in person. Oh, my God. I wish. Yeah. Right? Fingers crossed. Congratulations to Ace. Okay, news time. Tough time for Charity. Her alt is enlisting. We're going to talk about it in detail next week, but it's a super tough time for Charity. Shonu is enlisting in the military. Love of my life, that man. Yeah. So um, he announced it. Thoughts and prayers, guys. Thoughts and prayers. Seriously. He announced it 12 <laughs> days before. Like, oh, oh, I'm going in 12 days. Bye, everyone. And what's crazy is I texted Emily Friday night. I just, out of the blue, I was like down the rabbit hole trying to find his enlistment date. Because I'm like, he turned 30 for Korean age. It's after his birthday. And I couldn't find anything. And I texted her. I'm like, have you seen anything? Am I missing something? And then the next day. He announced he it. announced it. You yeah. knew. You I knew. knew. Yeah. So... We'll be doing a show new send off. Don't you worry. Um, <laughs> show new from on sex charities alt, but yeah, it's official guys. We're losing him very, very soon for two years. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, we'll, we'll talk about it next week. Charity. It's okay. <laughs> Got to move on. Uh, okay. Butter. We mentioned butter's number one for the seventh consecutive week on the billboard 100. Congratulations to BTS SF nine. Congratulations to those men. We reviewed them last week and they doubled their first week sales record with this comeback. So congratulations. Well-deserved. Lisa from Blackpink. The solo debut is coming, everyone. It's going to be here before the end of summer. We don't have a date yet, but she filmed a music video last week. Dreamcatcher has a comeback at the end of this month. Astro comeback in August. Weekly comeback in August. There's a lot of comebacks happening, so that's exciting. Yeah. Congratulations to NCT 127's Talil. He broke an Instagram record, Guinness World Record, for shortest time to reach 1 million followers. So huge congratulations to him. Blackpink has joined Weverse, so that's interesting. All the artists are going to be on Weverse, and Hybe's going to be running the world pretty soon. 
<laughs> so fans will be able to communicate with Blackpink on Weverse. BTS will perform at the Global Citizens concert this year. So that's an in-person show. I don't think they'll be in person, but we will have to see. Idol, we talked about Idol, obviously tonight with Suyan's amazing album. Idol's having a comeback in the third quarter. So look forward to that this fall. SM hit last year's total album sales within the second quarter of 2021. They've already nice. hit that number and we're in July. So SM's killing it. A lot of that is NCT, ESPA. There's a lot of talent in the SM world. So uh, congratulations to them. They're doing something right over at SM. COVID is still around and it's wreaking havoc. So just because in the U.S. people are behaving normally and vaccinated doesn't mean the rest of the world is that lucky. It's no different in Korea. We talked about San last week. This week, Do Young from Treasure has tested positive for COVID. So sending good vibes his way. Even if you have no symptoms, we don't know what the long-term effects are. It's never a good news to test positive for COVID. So just want to send some good thoughts his way. Golden Child postponed their in-person concerts this weekend because of the COVID spread in South Korea. So that's bad news, but not surprising. This is going to keep happening. So it's definitely frustrating, and there's no (laughs) quick fix for this. It looks like people are going to be enduring this for a long time. So if you're not vaccinated, please be safe and wear your mask, wash your hands, be careful. There's variants floating around that are very dangerous. So uh, yeah, Uh, I think that's it for the news as of now. I'm sure we missed something. K-pop moves quick. Please forgive us if we missed something. Let's move on to song of the week. My song of the week is, is this bad bitch number? By Suyan. <laughs> I just love the way you say the name of the song. Oh. <laughs> it's a banger and I love it. My song of the week. This is a first. It's not a K-pop song, but I had to be honest and genuine because it's from a K-pop video. You all know what it's going to be. It's Play With Fire by Sam Tinez featuring Yacht Money. I deviated, but not that much because it's the coolest song I heard this week. It's featured in Hyunjin's video, so I feel like we can still do songs like that for Song of the Week. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully that's okay. Exactly. It's embedded in my brain. I walk around just singing, I like to play with fire. So that's my Song of the Week. We went over a lot of stuff this week. Fun, summery vibes. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for welcoming us into your homes we don't take you for granted, Queendom. We love you, and we hope we're doing a good job and you like what you hear. If you have any suggestions of songs or albums that you'd like us to review, please slide into our DMs. We're happy to take suggestions. We love it. Again, thank you, Danny, NYC K-pop Queens, Twitter and Instagram. Give us a follow, and we will be here same time next week. New episodes every Thursday. You know where to find us. Have a wonderful and safe weekend. Enjoy the summer vibes if you can. We love you. We're sending you lots of good vibes. Bye. Love you guys. Bye.